just to clarify these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club thank you very much Welcome to Owen the Town. My name's Dave, as you all know, and what a weekend we've had of support at Kenilworth Road this week. Wolverhampton Wanderers come to town, and we absolutely have a blinding game, but unable, unable to put the plucky 10 men to bed, and we leave with our very first Premier League point. It was lovely to get on the mark, off the mark, sorry, and... Uh, Lots of positives to take from that game. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Uh, we've got a player focus tonight on uh, Ogbeni because he is, well, what sort of player is he? He's amazing. Uh, your three-word reviews and a little bit more. Um, you'll notice if you're watching on YouTube already that there's only two of us here this evening. Bataro's here. Steve, unfortunately, got called away last minute, which is a bit, you know, disappointing, but hopefully Steve, everything's all right. Uh, Bataro, how are you feeling, man? Feeling very, uh, excuse me, upbeat from that result on the result, well, not the result so much the performance. So yeah, how about you? I loved it. I loved the result. I didn't like the result. I think we could yeah. have done a lot better. But uh, I have to say, the performance. I thought, despite what pundits might say, mm-hmm. despite what opposition fans might say, despite what anybody else who watched it on Match of a Day might say, I think we were in good form. And if only some of those chances had gone in, we'd have been talking a lot differently tonight. And maybe other people would then see what we see in our team, mm-hmm. which is someone that's improving every single game. Yeah, no, you're right. Like you say, improvement, that's the key. Like you say, we said it every single week on the build-up to every game. Every single week there has been a major improvement. I'll tell you what, and that was astronomical compared to the rest of the improvements. Yeah, but, and when, when you think yeah. about uh, the weekend and the, the weekend's results, when we first when we started off, we were rock bottom yeah. uh, and by the end of the weekend we're not rock bottom anymore I know thanks to uh, Burnley losing and then um, I think I want to touch on this briefly because I'm so glad it wasn't us that done this mm-hmm. first because I've got no doubt that we're going to have a game where there's going to be a few goals going I've got no doubt I mean if we come up against Manchester City um, you know it's well when not if when we come up against Manchester City it's going to be a tough ask isn't it we all know of that course. but uh, to lose uh, Sheffield United to lose 8 0 at home. Um, that's a bit of a wake up call, isn't it? Well, <laughs> wake up call, uh, a major depression to continue the, the down, <coughs> downfall sorry, of the club, maybe. I don't know, you never know, but it's uh, like you say, Dave, it's great news that it's not us that's done it first. Well, that's the point, isn't it? All no, the it probably vit- will happen at some point. All we'll the vitriol, few, so, yeah. we talked about this the other day, yeah. all the vitriol we get online and all all the other opposing fans across the whole world, in fact, which is a bit of a weird one, but, you know, amazing that Luton are being looked at all over the world, saying these are the probably the three worst teams ever to come up from the Championship. The Luton Town shouldn't be this. Luton, but they don't mention the other two. Yeah. So if it had been Luton losing 8-0 at home, you can bet your bottom dollar, you yeah. know, it would have taken some crap. Oh, you, so you know that all over the social media, Twitter, whatever, you know it have just blown up. Oh, look at Luton, we told you they were crap, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you one thing, well, I'm getting really frustrated with it. All weekend, I've been hearing 
well, you ain't very good, are you, Luton? But no one ever mentions the fact that, you know, Sheffield United, Burnley. Oh, yeah, you know, but they'll come good, they'll come good. So why won't we come good then? Where, where, where are you basing your argument? Does, see what I'm saying? Why are people saying this? I don't understand it, but you know what? Let them do it. Well, they're basing their arguments on um, no knowledge at all of our club. And they're also basing exactly. it on our little stadium, which yeah. I, I keep repeating is not the smallest in, this, in the world. It's the financial yeah. side of it as well that I keep yeah. hearing as well. It's, yeah. oh, you've only spent £25 million, that's why. You've bought championship players to play in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's yeah, forget yeah, all right. that because we had a we had a, a really good Premier League performance. Um, you can't judge a league after five games. I did a little bit of research right. before we started. Um, last season, bottom si- after, six, after six games last season, or five games last season, the bottom si- uh, Leicester had a point, Villa had three, Wolves had three, Everton had three, Forest had four. The season before that, Norwich had none. Burnley had one. Newcastle had two. The season before wow. that, uh, our friends down the lane had uh, two. Wolves had three. Newcastle had four. The season before that, Burnley had one. Newcastle had one. Huddersfield had two. And so, Cardiff yeah. had two. So it's far, far too early to judge where we're going to finish exactly. based on what we played. Five so games in a way. It's crazy. You've, you've, got to take, um, you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt. And I know I said this last week too, that I genuinely... I'm on social media. Oh, by the way, my tweet was so good at the weekend. Uh, I, I was psychic. It. it was psychic uh, regarding the, the Newcastle game. But you, you, you read some of the stuff on there and I just want to go back and tell them and then I just think, I just can't be bothered anymore. Nah, I can't yeah. be bothered. It's, it's getting a bit boring now, isn't it? Yeah. To be fair. And anyway, let's have a chat about the game. Let's look at your three-word review first uh, on uh, Luton 1, Wolves 1. we got Robin says, up and running. Connor should have won. Lou, improving every week. LTFC Dave thinks two points dropped. Justin should score more. Neil, that Morris strike. Steve, Ogbeni must start. Simon Doughty was immense. Colin, deserved to win. And Fraser says, onwards and upwards. What do you think? Oh, they're all positive, aren't they? Should have won. Two points dropped like the LTFC Dave said. It, it's, that's, that's the biggest thing for me is that the two points dropped. It's, it's kind of killed me a little bit inside. The fact that we can look at the end of the season, it might not be a possibility, but it also could be a major thing that we could get relegated by a couple of points. When you when you look at that though, and, and I'm, we're going to discuss this in more detail in a minute, though, it's always difficult to play ten men. Of course, always yes, difficult. yes, of course it is. Look, this is another thing. I think we've had the whole the conversations all weekend with people and whatever else, right? Everyone goes, you can't beat ten men. You're not staying up. I think we, we listed the whole talk sport figure. What the hell, like Cundy and what's his name? Bongla Hall, whatever his name is. What they were saying was it's ridiculous. But to, to to pay 10 men who then put everyone behind the ball, what do you expect? It's tough. How are you supposed, you're supposed to break teams down? And all that's what I kept asking. How are you supposed to break down a team that puts like, puts behind 10 men, sorry, 10 men behind the ball? Well, there's the other thing because if it was the other way round, we'd be singing. You've only got we've only got ten men. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We've been in a position before where we've had ten players on the pitch and won a game. Uh, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Nope. You know, um, but could you say the same? Nottingham Forest are playing ten men. They didn't win. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. But you know. That, well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I know it's a different. Yeah, I know yeah. it's a different game. I, I know, know what you're saying though. But, but look, Dave, I, I said this last week, right? And I would like to know. If anyone can find this stat, then I'll be very, very grateful. How many teams in the top flight, for example, have played against 10 men and then gone on to win? I'd, I'd like to know just, like, just some stats. I don't, I don't know myself. Like, I have no idea like, even what it could be. 
but I'd love to know that stat. If anyone can find that, then thank you very much. Well, that's a job for producer Jacob. Um, the game on Saturday, the first thing I want to say is I really love being at Kenilworth Road during the daytime. It was, yeah, yeah. it felt really, really good. And the noise inside that stadium at the weekend was unreal. See, yeah, see, I felt it was a bit quiet at times, but I feel like your, your section, you get a bit more atmosphere, don't you? We won't go yeah. there because I always get ripped for it, but yeah, whatever, anyway. <laughs> but um, no, look, it's, it's the fact of when we did. I think as soon as we went a goal down, it was quiet and down the place a little bit. It's natural, I get that. But now, like you say, the, the fact that we're behind the boys every time, there's a bit of, you know, oh, we could lose this now, blah, 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 whatever. But as soon as we started playing well again, and we got on the front foot again, I think last sort of like 20 minutes, half hour, it was literally non-stop. And you, I felt like the players, they felt the energy as well from the crowd. And they were straight at it. I mean, I don't know if you agree with that. I mean, I felt like they were at it more when the crowd got behind them more. I felt that we did have that we like to think we have that influence. I think yeah, I think yeah. spurring them on is definitely there. Definitely, definitely there when we're at home. And the noise for me was pretty good. And, you know, when Wolves found their voice for a little bit, <laughs> uh, it was all right, you know, but they were quiet. And they were quiet because we, not as a fan base, but as a team, mm-hmm. were at them. And they realised they had a game yeah, on their hands. I don't yeah. care what they say post-match. They had a game on their hands. We had two changes from the Fulham game. Uh, Ogbeni and Doherty comes in for Anderson and John. Um I mean, it turns out to be a really good change. I mean, yeah. I mean, at first I was, I generally, well, I thought, for example, Chong would not have been dropped because I think he's been one of our better players this season. But, you know, horse for course and all that sort of business. But uh, look, for, we obviously we're going to touch on Ben in a little while, but I'd like to say quickly about Doughty. This guy was phenomenal. So I picked three players out from Saturday who I could have given man a match to. Obviously, I think Morris, I believe he got it in the end, didn't he? I think Morris got man yeah. of the match. For me, my man, the, my, my man of the match, or Benet, yeah, all been. I think Benet, then for me, I think Morris, and then I think it was uh, Doughty. But then, then three players, I think, were key Saturday. Absolutely class. But yeah, Doughty, he, he's ridiculously good at me. Every time we see him, we see, we're like, wow, this guy. I think they're all finding their feet right mm-hmm. now. I mean, it was a bit of a, a wake-up call when we first started. Yeah. Still think we was unlucky at Brighton. Still think we could have done better. Fulham I still think we were unlucky against West Ham and if you put it like that then you know we could have had three four more points and that's that's the thing so we're building up to that we know as fans that we're getting better don't care what anybody says and that was right off the front foot on Saturday we started really fast the fastest we've been I think all season well I mean it says it all as well I mean the possession stats I think were were 56% in our favour so which is unlike us in a way to have that much possession, but you, yeah. you kind of get it. But no, look, it's just it's just very frustrating. The more I think about it, I'm just frustrated. But like at the same time, I can't be down about it. We can't. We, all this, we have to be positive because this is massive now. We're we're looking the last two games, especially for me. I think Fulham and then obviously Wolves on Saturday. We have genuinely showed that we are capable of playing at its level which is nice to see we're not getting beaten around the pitch we're not getting pushed well, off and, I was about know. to say that because other people other teams would say we aren't playing to our to the Premier League level but on Saturday we moved that ball quick yeah, it yeah. Was, it, there was some really zipping. tight passing yeah. zipping around triangles pushing it across changing the changing the pace mm. um, and then flicking that little ball through on, on the on Think about the first run down the left. It was uh, Ogbeni picks the ball up on the left by... So it's probably Ogbeni or Doughty either. Yeah. Because they're amazing, them two. But they were running together and 
Ogbeni runs to the line and Doughty tries to go, but Comes he doesn't out. give it yes, to him. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And then the cross in, I think, I think was that was that Brown who got the header then? Uh, I believe so, yes. And yeah. he went wide. Deflection for the corner. Deflection for the one? corner. Yes, 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 yes. The yeah. pace there. Ogbeni, isn't he the second fastest guy in the Premier League? Well, to be fair, I mean, I only sort of stuck last week. I thought, I, I personally thought it's, they said that he was the quickest player since 2021. Wow. Whether he's been beaten by someone, I don't know. But apparently, Kai Walker apparently clocked up some ridiculous uh, speed as well last week. But like I said, you can see how quick he is. And the crazy thing about it is, he's not just quick. He is so fit. Like, his energy levels from minute one. So I think he, he played the whole night, didn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. he went to right wing back, didn't he? For Kabora in the end, I think. So, yeah, how you can sprint. I think he must have had, what, 14 sprints or something like that in the game. Another start if Jacob could get that as well. Yeah. So we started really quick. That's what I thought. We mm. started really quick. We're going for this. It was like all gun blazing. I'm thinking, well, this can't carry on. Mm-hmm. There's no way that Wolverhampton Wanderers are going to be letting us do this all the game. But actually, they didn't get possession. We were oh. in control of that match from, from minute one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, Dave, but did you think at some point, did you think, We've had quite a lot of the ball. We've missed a couple of like half decent, good up, half decent opportunities. Sorry, did you kind of think momentum's going to swing? Because I kept saying to the, the people around me, I kept going, momentum's going to shift, momentum's going to shift. I said it's going to happen. I said they're going to get more of the ball now because you know they can play football. Mm. We've seen well, it this season. It, they're, not, they're not a bad team either, right? By the way, they're not. Look, they've done all right against Liverpool and United. We've seen it. So when they played Liverpool, Man United, I think it was extremely unlucky. But they they started well against Liverpool and then got done. Yeah, yeah. Man United, they definitely got. They, yeah, they, they got shafted. They got shafted, yeah, yeah, they yeah, got yeah. shafted totally. Uh, and they would also say they got shafted at the weekend, but we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> got some funny things to tell you about what I had outside the ground on the way back, but, but we'll get there, we'll get there. But when we started, and you, so to answer your question, I was thinking we need to take one of these chances. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that, I wasn't worried at that stage they were going to get a chance. Because I thought if we get one... It's a Premier League day, you have to be well. You well, have to expect the point. it. Yeah. I kept thinking if we get one, we're going to get two or three. That's yeah, how I felt. Yeah. If we go one nil up and the momentum goes, I think we can get more than that. And then we had that glorious chance from Carl Morris. Oh, the movement for it as well, the way that he, he caught the ball down and Stunning. then turned inside. And it left his foot and I'm thinking, well, that's in. It's when you see it. The whip oh. and the bend, you thought, oh, that's going straight. I mean, from my angle as well, obviously I'm in the Kenworth, right behind, I've seen the go up a bit. So I had a perfect view of that, and I was like, well, that's in. Ping, straight off the post, I think it was. And it's like, oh, how, how close can you get? He couldn't have done any better, could he? <laughs> well, I mean, he could have scored. Well, he could have scored, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, that, but he, he made the chance, really. But you can't expect him, yeah. You don't expect them, them chances to go in from 25 yards out, I believe, something like that. But no, the technique was brilliant. I think the little, I think it was like a little chop, wasn't it, inside again? And like I say about Carl Morris as well. This guy was comfortable. I think he won. I think most of his duels he won. He won the ball in the air. He, he was he bullies people by himself. He can have two defenders on him, and he bullies them. He's so comfortable at this level. I've not seen a player. Well, I have obviously, but I've not seen a player for Luton. Obviously, played top flight before. I'm starting to look at Morris and go, do you know what? You're a key player. Massive player, you and I genuinely believe that a team with a bit more money might even put in a bid for him at some point. If he keeps playing like that, not yet. Hopefully not. Hopefully no, no. We don't want that. But that's what I'm saying. He's good enough, though. If we do, unfortunately, you know. But whatever, we won't get there. When you think back to the the chances we created in the first half, and uh, some of the passing movement was sublime. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I you know they, I think they picked up on it a little bit on match of the day or whatever with their analysis, um, but. 
some of the movement was really, really sublime, and there was some really tight passing. But then the 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 last ball, the diagonal ball, or, or to, to the left or to the right, yeah. was spot on. Yeah, um, we talked about that. He, he puts a great cross in brilliantly. Yeah, I, I sit there raving about Ryan Giles all the time to everyone else saying, oh, you know, he's a left-footed Beckham's a joke and whatever else. But you know what? People forget. I mean, everyone goes about Doughty. Yeah, he's brilliant on the ball. He's good at great roaming the ball. He, he can take people and he can beat them. But what we don't realise is his delivery, like you say, his, it's fantastic, isn't it? How good is his delivery? Oh, it's, it's spot on. There. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. Spot on. And I think we were unlucky with, with the chances that we created. And I think on another day, they go in the game finishes differently. Yes, yeah. But unfortunately, that's, yeah. So, uh, we had um, a shot drop, uh, a shot blocked uh, from Jacob Brown. Uh, you know. Is that the Morris, we hit Morris, that one? No, not that. No? No, that one was just very, very frustrating. <laughs> uh, I was going to talk about the sending off, actually. And I've got to say, um, firstly, I, there was a bit of, well, Lockyer did a good job. That's all I'm going to say. He did a good <laughs> yeah, job. Of course he did. Now, clearly, Lockyer stopped um, Bellegarde to getting up. He stopped him. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for me, that could be a yellow card. It's almost like he's put his leg between his legs, isn't it? He's held he it down. It. He's yeah. looped yeah, him into his leg. Yeah, right? yeah, so I it. get the reason he done that, and well done to him for doing that. Yeah, and yeah, well done, clever. Tom. Job done. But then to react in the way when he, he you know, that the Bellegarde did is wrong, right? It's a red card straight away. There's no question it's a red card. The first thing, people might say, and I've I've also heard this one as well a few times, right? People saying, ah, you know, it's only a yellow card at best. Okay, then, if that's only a yellow card at best, then how the hell, if you can put your studs up, right? Because let's face it, it wasn't a lot of force. Like you say, it was clever from Lockyer. Yeah. But at the same time, he is he's stamped. He sort of raked his, sort of his leg. Yeah, with his studs, and he's gone with him. But as soon as you do that, you've showed intention. Even if you show intention, like you can't even put your hands up to someone's chest these days without getting a red card. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm you not, can stamp on someone, but people can say that's a yellow card. It's crazy. Again, on my um, in my trawling the social media stuff, <laughs> and, and you know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what I did. They were saying that uh, Lockyer went down holding his head, and I replied, "No, it was meat and two veggie was holding. Nothing more than that." <laughs> Um, so he played the ref a little bit there, but even if he didn't play the ref, if, if even if he got a yellow card for what he did for stopping um, mm-hmm. Bellegarde getting up, Bellegarde reacted stupidly, Still a red card, and yeah. it's a red card. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, but no, like you say, big, big, honestly, Tom Lockyer, take a bow, my friend, that is amazing. Great, and, great. And that's it, I love it, yeah. Right, You've got so, to do it though, because sometimes we are too nice, but we know Lockyer's got that in him, he's a clever guy. He's not stupid. Very smart. He's done it. How many times has he wound the opposition up? I think he did it against Sunderland in the home game in the playoff last season. Yeah. He was getting to their players and it's like, you need to do that. And he's setting that example saying, we're going to play games with you lot. If anybody, at the, if anybody at the club is watching or stroke listening or whatever, mm. uh, we need another scoreboard up the other end that shows, <laughs> you, the, shows you the VAR things going on because firstly, the PA system is useless and you can't hear what they're saying. And secondly, if you're in the Oak Road end, or where I sit in the stands, you can't see the main scoreboard. No. Uh, the one at the far end on the David Priest doesn't show it either, does it? It just comes up with the score. So use that, f- yeah. people, so we could all see what's what, going on. And whilst we're on scoreboards as well, whoever's doing the, the graphics, I don't know, it might be Luke, I'm not, sure, not too sure, sorry, but do you know what's really getting me? It's the bouncing Luton Town badge. 
I keep thinking I'm off off my face or my oh, even beers have I had? Right. It's so like I'm not, it, it moves. It, the, 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 the the badge. I don't know. Everyone's probably like, "Why are you talking about that, mate?" Like, get right, Tara, I've not seen. Me. I've not seen it. Can <laughs> you film it so I can have a look? I'll try and film it. My camera's a bit dodgy, but yeah, I'll try for you day. Don't worry. Um, I think we had another another good chance before the break. I think Lukonga uh, had a shot saved by Sar. Uh, I don't really remember it that much, Lekonga. but I was just thinking. I was thinking at this point. Oh, from about. 20 yards yeah, it was so almost straight a pass. Yeah, it was yeah, almost yeah. perfect. And I'm thinking now, you go in 1-0, uh, sorry, 0-0 against 10 men. You're thinking Rob Edwards going to gym up the mm-hmm. second half. Second mm-hmm. half starts and, um, you know, we had uh, uh, another Morris chance on another day that goes in. The Morris chance, I think. I'm header. Like the me. header across the, uh, from the left-hand side. He cross in from... Crossing to the left, he dived in front of it. Oh, yep. Sorry, yeah. The short sort of like cross, yep. yeah, to the near post. Yeah, yeah. Just not enough. Just no, not enough. It, on it's, it. it's a difficult option. It's a, it's very difficult. The fact that he's even got a good head on it like that. It, do you know what I mean? It's, it's a difficult. I mean, I don't know whether it was aimed for him. I'm not too sure, but yeah, it's it's a difficult chance. I can't really judge it, but it's one of those ones on occasions they do go in. So we've not taken any of our chances. We've not taken any of our opportunities. We are the dominant team, and we're playing ten men. And you know the 10 men are going to get a chance. And the 10 men did get that chance. Um, and of course, it's going to be Pedro Neto as well. Yeah, well, Neto... He's, the, he's brilliant. He's a brilliant player, by the way. Yeah. Really good. So, would you talk about the build-up for that? Because um, Doughty's cross or pass went astray, didn't it? And, and mm. did the referee block... Was it Nakambri block? Nakambri, I believe, yeah. It, I so, mean, they look, got possession because Nakambri couldn't get a cross in front of the ref. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> the referee was in a position where he may have, you know blocked him off slightly, whatever. I, I don't know. But at the same time, that pass should not be going in that position at that well, place I get that. either. I get that. But, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking if Nakamba just keeps running into Rev and bowls him over, then the, the play That's put it back, I guess. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, no, I get that. It's, it's a difficult one, but no, look, it's... So, but then they broke really quickly. They <sighs> yeah, broke really yeah. quickly. And when, gut, when, they play that, when they play that long ball, they play that long ball down the right to Neto. And you're thinking... Okay, get there first, get there first, get put it out, it out yeah. put it out. But I have to be honest, as much as I love Tom Lockyer, he was turned inside out yeah. by Neto, inside out. Then they cut in, Reese Burke yeah. can't get in front of it, and the strike was sublime. It was, it was, yeah, it was yeah. such a good strike. It was. It, I mean, look, some, some, I mean, obviously a lot of people were saying as well about the goalkeeper saying, oh, he's gone down too quick. But look, you, if he dives for the bottom corner and it goes in the top of the net, then people go, oh, that's a great finish. So yeah, that's irrelevant, but... Like you say, from the first, it was almost like there was mistake after mistake in the. It was almost like the the positioning, like the defensive line was was not was non-existent. I mean, it's a quick break though, Bataro. Let's be fair. Like it was it was a big ping across the back of us, know, and it was a run. And Lockyer wasn't quick enough compared to Neto. Neto was really uh, yeah, fast. But, I mean, to be fair, Pedro, no, he's rapid anyway. He, we know I'm how not, good he is. Yeah, yeah, listen, it's not a knock. What, he the wasn't thing quick is, enough. Tom Lockyer, he will know, right? Well, like I said, we love we love the guy. He knows we do, but um. He will be very, very disappointed of himself. Of course, I he's think, disappointed. I think he knows that he's good enough to get it out of that position. He gets his foot because well, I think he was trying to turn Neto and get get back on the break, which I accept, which is fine. No, he should have just should have got underneath him. Yeah, either I think next him, time he'll either he'll take him out, he'll learn, take he'll him learn. out, yeah. or push the ball out. But it was frustrating. But the fin- you can't deny the finish, and then yeah. you you know you it's finally you hear the Wolverhampton Wanderers supporters. And it's yeah. quite noisy. And there was a there's a moment where everybody just sort of so oh, bloody hell, you know, we've done this well. And then and what impressed me more was Kenworth Road got going again and it gets yes. come on, Luton, we can do this. 
Yeah, and then like you say, we pushed on, created not too much, created a few half chances, and then so Kaminsky yeah. hadn't had much to do all game, really up till yeah. that point, and then he has a double save. Double save, just about to get onto that. Yeah, double save. I think the first one, yeah, I think yeah. The second one, it's the way he's like he's got his legs and his position, his leg. Yeah, the second one was better for me, but you, would you expect him to save them? Probably yes. So, but no, like but you it say, was a tough one. He's done, yeah, no, he's done a good, he's done a good job. The other he, thing that uh, if he went in, though, Dave, you would be frustrated, no? Oh, hundred percent frustrated because I think you know if they go two 0 like game's mm. over, done. Um, the thing that we noticed when we watched back the highlights together earlier um, was there was a couple of bit of shirt pulling going on. We've got to watch that, haven't we? I've seen this every week, every single week. I've seen this, and I'm telling you what, right? It frightens the crap out of me because. VAR is there. I know it's not very good and it don't really work. We've seen that this season. Like, don't get it wrong, but the shirt pulling, I think, who was it? Was it Morris? I think it was him. One was Morris, one was Locks, was it? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Don't quote me on it, but... It, there like was Morris said, tugging. There was a few. There was a few. VAR they all do it, in. though. They all do it, though. That's the, well, that's the thing about it, yeah. It doesn't mean to say we should. Um, no, but we've... Dave, I think last season we did it quite a lot as well. I'm not, no, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm not condoning it. Nothing like that, but mm. I think you see it more than what we think. I think I want to talk about the the penalty incident. Um, now, forget what forget what the pundits say. Forget so Gary Lineker, match of a day, Absolutely. Sky pundits, whoever you are, saying that's not a penalty. Referees, ex referees saying it's not a penalty. Ex referees saying it is a penalty. It was a penalty, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, hands up here, wax your hand. Yeah, all right. Took a deflection off your foot, but I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It is a stonewall penalty. I think there was an article in a paper yesterday. I don't know if it was, uh, what's his name? Foy or Foy, whatever. yeah, Foy. Yeah. And he was saying it's definitely a penalty. I'm sure he said that, didn't he? Yeah, and there's been other there's been other yeah. people reporting it's definitely a penalty loop to the yeah. laws of the game. However, if you was a Wolverhampton Wanderers fan, you're going to be gutted that they've given that against you, aren't you? No, 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 no. I'm you not, are. If not, that was against no, us, no, you'd be gutted. No, 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 Dave. I'm, I'm sorry, right? But if that's someone like Burke or whatever, and he's put his arm up like that, it's a penalty. For me, right, handball is handball. I don't care. If, if your arms are raised probably higher than your elbow height, I've always said this, it's handball. Unless it really just smacks you out of nowhere and it pings off, but I'm sorry, that... I'll be interested nah. to see uh, if, they use that, if they use that decision on the, the Sky Show. I don't watch, to be fair. That's what they do, isn't it? They, yeah, they go back, they and, back on... And okay. the, well, the referees do it. It's a referee show. Oh, the oh, right. I know. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I know you're not about now. <laughs> Probably, but because it's us, that, you know, got the penalty. Of course, it. So sixty-five. That happened on sixty-five minutes. Uh, Morris steps up, scores, brilliant goal. Uh, Keeper. He, he didn't it. scuff it, by the way, Dave. He no, did not scuffed it. Originally, I thought he did, but he did. Watch, no. watch his old penalties as well. It's the same yeah, technique, yeah. same technique. Everyone's saying, "No, nah, no, nah, he scuffed." But it, he sent know. he sent Sal the wrong way, and now we're going. Um, we're going sixty-five minutes, one all. Come on, push on. We can do and this. we took again the game to Wolves. Um, yeah. and we had that last uh, at the time I didn't know that Ogbeni was offside and uh, even though yeah, it, it did enough. it did hit it did hit two Wolves players on the way through unintentional though, isn't it? So unintentional you know you, you can't have that if, yeah. if they'd have tried to play it would have been I'd love them to have just played it back into I'll tell you what the question you asked me a minute ago about the handball if you was a Wolves fan you'd be pretty mad that that was given right because well, like, all but, but what I'm saying is put yourself in a situation now if the referee had gone that's a goal we'd be loving it then I would feel sorry for him because then I'd be looking at it and going, that was never, that should be disallowed. It was offside. But I've seen people, I've, I've had a few people saying, no, 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 they come off their player. I'm pretty sure the law states that it's unintentional. So I, it's probably changed now, but 
and someone could probably correct me on this or whatever, but you know, that was that is definitely offside, 100% offside. It's first point of the league season, Premier League season yep. for us. We're up and running, we're not bottom and we're not second from bottom. In fact, we're the highest place of the, of the, <laughs> of the three Who promoted thought, teams. Yeah. Who'd have thought that? Uh, 20 uh, with a game in hand, more shots, more shots than we've had this season, 20. More on target, more passes completed, more possession. And for me, it was our best uh, showing of the season so far. And also, Dave, I just touched on that, sorry. Best showing for a long time as well, I think. I thought we were brilliant. I've not seen us play like that even towards the end of last season. I know we were brilliant against, obviously, Sunderland. But take that out the equation. Uh, that was one of the best performances we've had this calendar year. We have, uh, I know you don't want to be leaving next year, but... No, 2.17, that means we've got into really good positions a lot of the time against 0.59 for Wolves. Let's go with that. Let's leave it there. Uh, Wolves um, haven't lost against us for ages, but, you know, it's coming. Yeah. Our, our win is coming, and hopefully it's the next game we play. You, you know what will happen, don't you? We'll probably go like and lose, well, not get a, well, get some points or whatever, but not win a game until we play Man City and Arsenal the same week and beat them both. Well, here's the point. Um, and we on a roll. Producer Jacob said uh, Luton have avoided becoming the sixth team in Premier League history to lose their first five games. So that's fantastic. Uh, and uh, just a little sad note, we haven't kept a clean sheet for seven. So uh, it's a bit of a bad one. Um, mm, yeah, but see, I know what you're saying, but the goals for me, we need to score a few more goals. Anyway, one point and it's the start. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's have a look at uh, Chio. Um his performance yesterday. What a player! What a player! Um, his performance yesterday on on uh, the weekend was amazing. Um, what do you think his best traits are? I think it's easy to see that Dave. I think it's pure lightning pace. His first touch is very good as well. Like to get out, set, and go out of his feet, and just the directness of like how he runs at you as well. It's frightening. I'm telling you now, right? If I was any professional footballer, however good you are, you're talking Virgil Van Dijk, you're talking whoever in the league, your silvers. I would not want this guy running at me because he will make he will cause mistakes at defenders. I'm telling you, this. he needs to start pretty much every game. And I know we, we were talking about that earlier. Well, that that was my next question: is he yeah, is he a must start? Is he a must start going forward? He is. Well, I mean, look, he's the only sort of player that we've got. Not not the only player. So you got Doughty, obviously quite a direct player, like running at you and whatever else. But I think in this league. If how we're gonna have to we're gonna be under pressure in certain times, we know that we're not stupid. You're gonna need players like that to give you an outlet, to give you sort of like you know, a bit more boost and just go at them. Because they like say it frightens people. If you've got players with no pace, all playing, yeah, you can be technically very good, but you need pace sometimes. I mean, if it's Man City, you're fine because you have seventy percent possession of the ball and you can knock it around, and you can control game. That's fine. But when you're gonna count it, teams, which we have, we're gonna have to this season quite a lot. Notice. You need pace. His his pace is not the only thing, though, is it? He delivers no, the ball well. Very he's good. technically really, really good. You don't you don't but get he's to play. Lightning, though, he's lightning. He's an international player. He's been playing against some of the best players in man the in world. Man a match against France when he man marked Mbappe out the game. Yeah. Says it all. And this is why he should be a must start. How did we find him? That's Giscard what I'm thinking. Giscard How network. Unbelievably good. Work and, and tying me into a contract. Unbelievable. But we knew he's a good player though. Last season at Rotherham, you see his stats yeah. for Rotherham. That Rotherham fans were like, oh, you know, like gutted that he went. Oh, you, you would know, be, but he's way above his level. You of know, course. you know. And, and let's be fair, he excites me every time he gets mm-hmm. the ball when he when he's running at the defenders. Yeah, yeah. He's like you say, his pace, but also his vision and his knowledge of the game. 
Yeah, yeah. The way that he can flick a pass or and hold the ball up. And the thing is, as well, when he runs with the ball as well, it's not like he just goes one way every time. It's not like he's so predominantly right-footed. He can go down the left as well. He's confident on both both sides, both sort of like, you know, cutting on his left, cutting on his right. And that's what I like about a play. If you can use, like, you know, both feet, then it's a bonus as well, because he can. He should be the first name on the sheet, shouldn't he? Although, having well, said that, we've got a strong squad, but... Let's not get carried away too much, but no. yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be... I think he's going to be in around the team. He's like, a key player. Well, yeah. I'm going to say he's a key player for us. Yeah, yeah. Then we thought about Chong, no, no. And then he obviously gets... Maybe not well, dropped, it was quite interesting at the weekend when you think about um, both Chong and Giles, who were quite expensive players for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Well, are on the bench. Anderson so, as well, as well. Even yeah. If, yeah. I was a bit shocked about Anderson, to be fair, coming out of it. And obviously not on there, but I Well, know, I think, yeah. you know, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but, you know, we've got to trust Robbie Edwards, haven't we? Of course, why not? The guy is an absolute genius. We know this. The guy has got us promoted. And let's face it, he's a club legend. He is. Well, that didn't take long for you to admit that, was it? (laughs) To say that didn't take you too long. Sorry, pal, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I am going to say about Robbie was the amount of people that have um, said, "Oh, your manager will be sacked," blah blah blah. But it's not going to happen. Yeah, there are people that know nothing. They talk about the backside. If if Gary Sweet does that, then you know, then he he doesn't know. Well, no, there's no way it's going to happen. Well, I think if Gary Sweet was to sack him, which we know it's not going to happen, I think he'd have a right on his hand. There, to be fair. Well, we asked you guys about um, Chio and, and what your thoughts were. Kevin said, from the highlights, I saw he looked like a real threat. Great pace and running, direct running at defenders. Must just need to work on the final ball decision-making. Yeah. Based on that, I'd be starting him home or away. He's not uh, played for a while. I just touched on that about, obviously, his final product. He's not played for a while, to be fair to him. How many minutes he's played this season? Not many at all. So it will get and, there as well. And also, off the back of an international break, which we've got another one coming mm, real oh, soon. Really? Uh, David said, very good. That pace will scare everyone he plays against. Needs to make better decisions yes. sometimes and improve his end product. Uh, Pan says, uh, speed, ball carrying, link up, play with Doughty, and accent. They're all pluses. <laughs> his accent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, minuses, quite the, the minuses didn't always make the right decision in the box. And the final ball, although that's been hypercritical, as his cross to Morris' second half was very yeah. good. Uh, Steve thought, said, I thought he was fantastic. He gave us something different. Strong running and blinding acceleration. Ben, bags of pace and the ability to cut in. Very impressive to him and must start. Mm-hmm. Tom, um, this is interesting. Tom's written a novel. Uh, <laughs> Tom says, my fiance's father works at, for Romney United and I try to go to some games with him each season. As a result, I've seen quite a bit of cheer over the past couple of seasons at Rotherham, albeit he was one of my favourite players. Personally, I've only really regarded him as a player with a lot of pace, but lacked in the finished product. Gio's delivery has improved significantly as well as his shooting. And when he signed for Luton, I was really excited because I'd been watching him at Rotherham, but could only really see him as a bench player. So far, he's exceeded my expectations. I'm over the moon to see him put together another fantastic performance in Luton. Listen, you don't get it, yeah. you don't get picked for international football if you're not any good. And you, oh, like I said, if you if you can keep international players. In your pocket for a whole game. And what Tom just said there, sorry, Dave, just jump in quickly. So far, he's exceeded my expectations. And I'm over the moon to see him put together fantastic performances in the Luton shirt. That's what I think we were all thinking at the moment. We all thought he'd be, you know, a player off the bench, this and that, you know, because he's a utility, not utility player, so that's a bit rude, but he can play at right back, he can play centre forward, he can play like a midfield, like wide position. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's left or right. And it's, yeah. Like I say, exceed expectation. But look, it's early days. It's his first start. Let's not get too carried away. 
because you know we don't want to burden the boy with too much pressure. You know what I'm saying? So, but no, like, but it's exciting to have a player that you feel like that against. It's, uh, exciting, it's like exciting to have a player that's electric. I mean, look at Doughty when we had Doughty, uh, sorry, and obviously signing Issa Kabori. We looked at him going, we've got a bit of pace here. Now we're looking at Ogbena and we're going, this guy's frightening people. So, yeah, we'll take that. For all the negatives that people are saying about Luton and in the ground and, you know, everything else, there are so many positives as a fan mm. that I think we can take from, from our progression. And like we say, you know, we are progressing and the, 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 the club itself is progressing and it's good to see that. And I'm, I'm still mm. optimistic, you know, that we can get something out of this season. You know, whether we stay up, you know, it's a big ask, but it's not impossible. Of course it's not. I mean, look, teams in the past that have come up, you know, it's a bit different nowadays, but you look at, obviously, I think Burnley, they were in the league for a few years. They didn't really spend much when they first came up, I believe. Well, um, it's, not, it's not even that. No, no, no. When you see what I'm saying, though. Sheffield yeah. United, when they first went up, they, got, uh, they were close to getting Europe or yeah. something like that. But, so, but I've been watching some of the other games and you're thinking, well, actually, you know what? To be fair, Brentford haven't started that well. No. Um, Sheffield United, obviously, Burnley. Everton. And Burnley have spent money as well. Everton. Um, Fulham and Bournemouth, even. Not that... Not as good as they yeah. might have wanted to be. So there's a mini league down the bottom, and we've only got to win that. <laughs> I like your way of thinking, Dave. That's good. Well, because we, I like that. Look, yeah. if you're realistic, we could finish in Europe, Dave, and you'd be sitting there quoting what you said uh, tonight. Well, if that, that. happens, <laughs> if that happens, Pataro, I'll buy you a ticket to the first game. <laughs> right? But you're going to buy well, me a car or something? No, no, I uh, won't go that far. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, you know, we've got to be realistic as supporters and go. We go to if we go to Manchester City. You're not going there to win. You're going there with the hope that we might get something. But imagine if we did get something, though. Well, you know, because <laughs> again, I will tell you, the only team that beat Manchester City last year twice was Brentford. You yeah. know, and that's yeah. crazy. So it can be done. And maybe they just go under their guard. Maybe they play, you know, teams like Luton, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Let's see. Do you have seen the third kit? Third kit looks all right. Yeah, it's nice. Very nice. Yeah. Um, all kits are lovely this season as well. Well done, Luton. All well done, Umbro as well. So, yeah. So, if you're listening on the way to uh, Exeter Carabao Cup, I uh, hope we get a result there as well. You know, let's, let's, nice, let's, it? let's not get knocked out by. Keep the momentum going as well. Just keep yeah. the positive, Just let's get, let's, you know what? We could, we could progress through this competition a little bit further. Everton next. Uh, we're going and. Um, First away game of the season for me. I, I don't know whether to be re- disappointed or relieved that Everton have got some points. Because Do you know what? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm thinking the same thing as well. I was kind of relieved because I thought if they lose that game tonight, I think they're going to come out and absolutely try and storm us and it could be a bad yeah. thing. But not with all due respect, obviously, to Luton, I'm not saying. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think the fact that they've got some points, they'll be a bit more comfortable. And we know, we know that we need to go there and get something out of that game. So Everton, Burnley, Tottenham... Uh, on the telly, obviously, early kickoff and not in the forest away. Um, coming yeah. real quick, they're all coming real quick. And you look forest at these away. numbers, when's that? That's the after international, break, after international yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, that will be an interesting one. That's Hooters for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you say me, it's always you that mentions it, Dave. <laughs> yes, mate, but I'll, no, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get Jacob to post your favorite photograph soon. I prefer the wings, not the breast. Right. <laughs> um, Obviously, we're hoping that we get through the cup game. We can get something from Everton, and then Burnley is a must-win, right? You think so, when you? And this, this, this got, next got week. Do you know what? Every time I look at the fixture list, I think, "Oh, this week could make our season. This next week could make our season." <laughs> and, and you know, um, 
it just it just frustrates me we haven't managed that win yet. It will come, and I've got every faith in the club and every faith in in the team and Rob that 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 yeah, that yeah win of will course, come. and it will come like I say. But do you know what? Also, I know I keep saying about other people, right? People go, I don't listen to other people, and I. But I'm just telling people, I'm just telling you about the stories I keep hearing, right? This is another thing I heard, I think, last night. We will not get a single win this season. A truthful response from someone. Well, then, <laughs> that's stupid. That's stupid that we are going to win. And oh, do you know what? The, funny, sooner, the sooner that um, someone else admits that maybe Sheffield United might break Derby County's record. Yeah, uh, yeah that'd be nice. The better. Because the sooner we get past that little mm. nugget, then, you know... People get, might, no, take it, might, might take it a bit it. more serious. Let them do it, Dave. Let them keep saying Luton because it gives us the kick up the arse then to keep going and succeed and beat the drop and whatever else. And then, and then to beat people mentally and physically afterwards. So, yeah. no, nah, I'm joking. But, yeah, it's, like I say, everyone else just do one. We're just focused on ourselves. The team know what they've got to do. They know they're good, they're good players. They're a good squad. We've got a great club. So, yeah, it's it's positive times for us. And just one more, thing, be- just one more thing before we finish. Um the home game against Liverpool is on the telly. 4.30, which, is it? November the 5th, 4.30. Oh, what are we saying? No, oh, that's a little bit more drinking time, oh, isn't it? Oh, I know, Dave, but 4.30 on a Sunday. Hey, this... means I've got arranged childcare now. This is the Premier League. This is what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, listen, everyone, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for your opinions, as always. We, we do cherish everything you say about us and to us and when you meet us and say hello, we love that. Uh, thanks for your comments if you've got anything to say about today leave it in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube uh, reply and keep your, keep your eye on social media for any updates uh, that's it from us we'll see you at Evan if we see you at Evan come on you at us let's see if we can get three points there take care thank you ladies and gentlemen let's get some more points